Hey there, it's Kristen, and today we are talking about finding your fire. This is such an important aspect of any relationship, any career choice, really anything that you do in your life. It's all about finding your fire. And this is probably one of the most common things that people ask me about. How do I find out what I love? How do I find out who's right for me? And ultimately, it's about finding out if you are in alignment with yourself. So welcome, and let's jump into finding your fire. Hey there, it's Kristen Crockett, and you are listening to The Plastic Couch, a podcast to help you find clarity and confidence in your life. Most of us remember someone from back in the day with a couch they kept covered with plastic. It was meant to protect and preserve the couch for tomorrow, but the plastic was hot and uncomfortable and it kept everyone from enjoying it. So what does the plastic represent for you in your life? Is it perfection, fear, or something else? And what are you preventing yourself from enjoying, or better yet, from being? I'm your host, Kristen Crockett, and I'm here to help you with the tools to get clarity on your path to you and to help you see what's on the other side of the plastic. So with finding your fire, it is all about what lights you up, what fills you up, what makes you feel alive. We can take this concept into everything that you do. So let's first talk about alignment and exactly what that is. So alignment is so important. When I was little, my dad and I were in the car driving together. He's holding the steering wheel. As soon as he kind of let go of the steering wheel, the car is going to the right. And he's like, Kristen, do you feel that? And I was like, yes. And he's like, that is when your wheels are not in alignment. And so it just veers off in a specific direction, right? Even without you doing anything. And so whenever you go to get a tire change, they always charge you for an alignment because it's to make sure that your car is going in one direction. And the same thing is true for us. It's true for us in any capacity. If we are not aligned with who we are, with our values, with what makes us happy, with what fills us up, then what happens is you find yourself veering off into another direction. And in that direction comes completely different emotions. So finding your fire is all about being in alignment. And that means that there is ease, urgency, energy, and peace. And breaking those down a little bit, A lot of us, and maybe even you listening, you may have delighted in difficulty. And what that means is that through your childhood experiences, you may have decided or been told subconsciously or consciously that life is supposed to be a struggle, that you are supposed to struggle, that relationships are hard, that you're supposed to struggle in them. And that is simply not the case. You are supposed to be at ease. And that is really what alignment is about. It is when you are doing something that lights you up, that makes you feel alive, it's also easy for you. It comes easy. It comes naturally. We always like to think that our gifts are supposed to be difficult and that they're supposed to be hard and it should be this whole thing of 
you know, oh, this is supposed to be hard for me to provide this service. No, it's supposed to be something that just comes naturally for you. It's easy. It's something you could do with your eyes closed. Then when we talk about this urge, the urge happened for me with quitting my job, which means it gets to a place where you can no longer fight this. It's just a part of who you are. It is kind of where you feel called and it keeps popping up everywhere. So for me, going through different parts of my life, it was, oh, do I teach people about leadership? Do I teach people about relationships? Do I teach people about self-awareness, emotional intelligence? And then all of a sudden, the click for me is that there's a common theme. It's all transformation. Everything is related to transformation, right? And self-awareness, because that's the key to any transformation. Everything that I was doing, everything that I was reading, all of the people that would call me out of the blue, friends that I hadn't talked to in a couple of years, would call to ask me a question. Everything was related to transformation or self-awareness in some way, shape, or form. So that definitely spoke to finding my fire or where I was aligned. The books I read on the weekends, the podcasts I listened to, they were all about transformation in some way, shape, or form. So next we have energy. And it's so important when you think about energy. You're going to find that you are going to make time and have incredible energy when it is about things that are in your zone of genius. So when you find your fire, that fire is energy. You get energy. It fills you up. You're going to always want to do it. And the last part of alignment is peace. You just feel at peace. It feels like something that you should be doing. Now, of course, in any situation, there are going to be some stressful moments, but it's very different from being out of alignment where you are unsure and you are stressed and there's so much on your plate. When you really think about it, when you let go, it's about seeing what comes to you and also what is attracted to you, that sense of holding on. And, you know, if you think about holding on to the reins of a horse or trying to make something happen that, you know, probably shouldn't, it takes energy. It takes work. It takes so much out of us. And that's a huge part of alignment because when that's gone and things just come to you with ease, you feel drawn and you have the energy to do it, it also promotes energy into the universe, into the world where people are attracted to you and what it is that you love. They're attracted to your gift. And ultimately, all of that brings you peace. So let's talk about what it means to not be in alignment, because that is something that most of us are so incredibly familiar with. That means that you are uninspired. Now, if we're talking about this in a career context, you may have a job where it just doesn't matter for you anymore. You're uninspired. You feel that it's purposeless. You know, it feels pointless sometimes. Why am I doing this? There's got to be more. Those are the things that you start to feel. And then you're tired. You may not even have the energy when you get home 
or when you stop work to do things for yourself that you once found joy in. You may find yourself not wanting to really socialize or talk to people on the phone, whether it's your friends or your family. It's just a different weight of energy. It's a different weight that gets placed on you because you just don't have the energy to do it. Because ultimately you are working against this feeling of wanting to do something else. So that struggle is causing you to not have the energy. And then there's the frustration where sometimes it just feels like you're giving and people aren't appreciating it. Or you're like, okay, I've prepared this report. I did this project. There's not necessarily recognition for it. Or you just feel frustrated with getting up in the morning. You know, you have that like dread of not wanting to do this anymore, but not necessarily knowing what it is that you really want to do. So you become unfulfilled. And all of those things lead to stress. They lead to illnesses, getting sick. It could be a situation where you're going to the doctor more or you're having all these aches and pains or, or mystery illnesses coming out of nowhere because your emotions always impact the body. I talk about this a lot where your emotions need to go someplace. If you're just keeping them trapped inside of your brain or inside of your body, all of that energy just gets turned into sickness and illness. And you'll find that coming out much more frequently when you are doing something that you are not happy with, when you're not in alignment with what you really feel like lights you up and makes you feel alive. So let's talk about what it means to be in alignment. And how do you know when you are in alignment? So I am a huge believer in chiropractors. I will sometimes have back issues. You'll go to the chiropractor and they actually, one of the first things that they do is they have you lay on your stomach and they look at where your heels match up with each other. And there are times where one leg might be longer than the other. That deals with the spine not being in alignment. A part of them cracking your back and, and having you and placing you in these positions to crack your back is because it actually lengthens your spine because it's, it's, it's taking the vertebrae and it's actually putting them back into alignment. And it does sometimes take time. So I know I went for a couple months before the chiropractor said, you know what, I think we're good. Just come back when you need an adjustment. And so getting into alignment is very similar where it does not happen overnight. You can't just go to the chiropractor once and be fixed. It's something that is a process and it is also something where you yourself are going to be resistant to your light, to your fire, because you're going to have these fears that get in there. And the fears are definitely going to impact you putting yourself out there. They're going to impact your visibility on social media. They're going to impact whether or not you actually get your resume together to send out to a new job. And your self-talk can also be a part of that. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this isn't right for me. Maybe I am supposed to be in the job that I'm in. Maybe this is the relationship that I'm supposed to be in, even though you're unhappy, right? We start to 
feed ourselves all these little seeds of doubt that sometimes grow because seeing our light and being in our light is way more uncomfortable than being in something that does not feel good for us. Why is that? Because most of us grew up in experiences, whether that's at school or in the workforce or in our families, where we experienced being out of alignment with happiness, with being appreciated, with feeling 100% loved, with feeling seen, with being heard. So honestly, our brains and our bodies get used to that. We get used to being out of alignment. So then it's like, there's still this, this something there that is calling to us and saying, this doesn't feel right. But we are really used to just saying, nope, let's ignore that. We see the yellow and red flags. Not right now. That means something else. This person said that because it wasn't because this isn't the best relationship. It was something else. So we start making excuses for managers. We start making excuses for our coworkers, or if we're talking about relationships, for the people that we are in a relationship with. All because the brain does not like change. The brain is built to keep us safe. And so the brain will literally be like, no, 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 no. Stay here. Continue to do this because this feels safe right now. But alignment is really giving into this urge that there is something else out there for you. There is something better. And there's always something better. And there's always something that speaks to bringing you more peace in your life. One thing is knowing that resistance is always a part of this. It's kind of like, you know, when people say, when you find the right person, you're just going to know. Now that's true. But I was so confused by that. How do you just know? There's an awareness and a feeling that when that happens to you, it's kind of indescribable that you do know. But I will tell you that with my husband, I literally went back and told my two best friends. I started having these seeds of doubt and started saying things to them. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. All of that. Started with all of that. And I got yanked up by both of my friends. And they were like, listen, understand that this is the best man that we have ever seen you be with. Everyone that comes after him or everyone that comes before him does not measure up to him. They were like, look here, cut it out. This is the right person for you. This is who you need to be happy. Stop self-sabotaging. Stop being afraid. Stop making excuses and just be, just be in this relationship. Now, without that, I probably would have sabotaged. I probably would not be with my husband without them kind of yanking me up. And there are times where we have to yank ourselves up. There are times where our friends have to yank us up. There are times where other people that love us have to yank us up. But that is something that's so important when you're talking about your zone of genius, when you're talking about a relationship that is great for you, that resistance, that fear is always going to be a part of it for the rest of your life. And so once you understand that, you can then know that you're not crazy for having these feelings. You're not crazy for having fears. You're not crazy for being afraid of doing something different than what you're doing right now. But when you do you will know that it is all like, it just feels much easier 
It's just without doing anything, things just naturally line up for you. So if you think about that concept of being in the car where everything is aligned properly, your tires, when you let go of the steering wheel, it still goes in the same direction that you need it to go in. And that is being in alignment where things just naturally progress and move forward to a positive and incredible place because you're not fighting it with all of the emotions, feelings, and doubts. Because let's be real, stress can cause you to get out of alignment because it's so much energy being placed in another direction. So when you're able to just let go and to just know, and it's easy, it comes naturally to you, you feel that it's right, you are filled up, you have a spark, that creativity starts kicking in, and you are at peace, there's nothing else like it. Those are the signs of being in alignment and finding your fire. There are also times where our mindset may have taught us that when something is going too right, something's going to fall apart. The other shoe is going to drop. And that just comes out of experience. Our fears attract other things to occur in our lives. We attract our worst fears by constantly thinking about it. So when you are deeply afraid of something occurring and you're thinking about it all the time, you literally are attracting that experience to come into your life. What I want you to hear is that things are supposed to be easy. You are not supposed to be living a stressful life. Incredible things can happen for you. You deserve incredible things to happen to you. You deserve to be with incredible people around you all of the time, whether that is your family, your friends, your coworkers, your clients. You deserve all of that. And you deserve to be in alignment with your gifts and with your fire. So what happens if you think that you found your fire and it starts to whittle away? Well, there are other aspects of this where, for example, the neurodivergent brain ADHD, things like that, where you get super excited about a person or super excited about an activity or have, you know, these projects that we're so excited about. And then a couple of weeks later, a couple months later, they're, you know, in a corner someplace. That's also a part of this is that there are little things that make you feel incredibly excited at the moment, but that's not necessarily finding your fire. It was finding a spark. Finding your fire is something that does not go away. No matter how much you try to bury it, no matter how much you try to ignore it, it's going to find its way back to you. Whether it's people asking you to talk about it or have conversations, or you just happen to be listening to a podcast or reading a book or listening to a song that brings it back to you, your true fire doesn't ever go away. Like I said, when I was really just focused on leadership, everybody started calling me for relationship advice. Your fire finds its way back to you. And that's the difference between, you know, whether something is a temporary spark or if it is your fire. So I know you are 100% worthy and deserving of finding your fire and being in alignment with your gifts and your purpose. And all of that is coming. But I want you to first start thinking about what fills you up, what lights you up, what are people coming to you for, what are they asking you about, what could you do with no money, 
What could you do where you might forget about lunch, forget about dinner because you are working so hard or you are working in this particular gift? What naturally comes easy to you, but also fills you up? So just because people ask you or come to you about certain things, you may not love that. So it's really pairing those two things together. What do you love? What fills you up? What are people asking you for? Your fire comes easy to you. It is not like if you've ever had to start a fire from scratch or if you've gone camping and had to start a fire without like a lighter, it is super difficult. That is not what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on literally you have a match or a lighter. You light the candle. It lights you up. Boom. That's it. Your gift should be that easy and simple for you. So thinking about this, especially for people that, you know, everyone knows I started off as an attorney and I'm in a completely different field, but it is looking at those things that were always the same. I always found myself talking to people. People came out of nowhere to always talk to me about the issues and things that they were going through. They found me anywhere and everywhere. Plenty of examples of me being at a bar and people just naturally coming up to me to ask me for relationship advice, not knowing who I was. A recovering alcoholic coming up to me to talk about his entire life and what he'd pieced together and connected through 20 years of sobriety. Your fire finds its way to you. You just have to be open to listening to it and to be willing to follow that light and to also be willing to understand that sometimes having that light being reflected back at you may feel uncomfortable and you may resist it. And it's about understanding that eventually you'll get to a place where sitting in the sun, feeling the sun on your shoulders, feeling people say incredible things about you, all of that becomes more comfortable. But there's always going to be a part of you that's going to seek to run from it. And resistance is all a part of finding your fire. If you know someone who could definitely benefit from hearing this podcast, please feel free to share it with them. So in the next few weeks, you'll also be hearing more about my course, Disrupting Your Narrative. It's 12 weeks to transform your mindset, find your fire, and step into abundance. So if you're looking for ways to transform your mindset and find your fire and step into your abundance, I am launching a 12-week course called Disrupting Your Narrative to help you do all of that and more. It's a 12-week transformational experience. It combines online sessions, group coaching, and activities. And every week, you'll be experiencing a new live lesson with me. We'll also have group coaching to talk about anything that is going on in your life or in the workplace or relationships. And you'll also be able to join in engaging discussions, learn from everyone else, and ultimately understand how to connect everything that has shaped you your experiences, your scars, your strengths. I'm going to be offering a Find Your Fire workshop. So if this sounds like something for you, feel free to join me in a free workshop. Sign up on the website, kristencrockett.com, to join me in finding your fire. Join me on Tuesday, August 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. I cannot tell you how excited I am for you to join me and for me to get a chance to meet you. So head to kristencrockett.com, sign up for this incredible masterclass workshop, and I will see you soon.